The Audio Vault on 94.1 San Antonio Sports Star is brought to you by AA Best Bail Bonds, 225-2121 or online at mybestbailbonds.com. It is the Blitz here on 94.1 San Antonio Sports Star. He's Joe Reinagle. I'm Jay Simonix. The Aggies fire Jimbo Fisher. Could their next head coach be in the 2-1-0 right now? Jeff Trailer will join us at 5.15, and I imagine he'll be a topic of conversation right now as we visit with Peter Burns from the SEC Network on the Buyers Barricades guest line after what a weekend he must have had in Baton Rouge to come back in in all the stuff that is going on in the SEC. Peter, man, how's your Monday? Boys, it's, um, I mean, my liver has felt better after a weekend in Baton Rouge, <laughs> especially after <laughs> Jaden Daniels put up 600 total yards. I mean, it was, I mean, I've seen some great performances in college football to be, be, be there, at a, you know, on, on Saturday night in Death Valley and watch him do that against Florida was incredible. And then we see the Jimbo Fisher news that we saw, you know, Mississippi State fired their head coach this morning during my show. So it's been a, uh, it's been a whirlwind 48 hours to say the least. <laughs> You know, Peter, th- this is uh, an interesting story, and when I when I saw the news yesterday morning, uh, I was surprised and I wasn't surprised. I- I- I'm surprised, I guess, that it happened now, uh, and the fact that you know they've they've let him go this far. Were-, were you surprised by the timing of all of this? Um, no, because I-, I think a lot of people said, "Oh, hey, it's happening right now," because they they were worried about what happened with LSU a couple years ago with Les Miles. Remember that? where Les Miles, they were going to fire him, and then all of a sudden he ends up beating A&M, and they think, well, maybe we should keep him around. I think for Texas A&M, they looked at it and like, listen, what needs to be done eventually, let's just go ahead and do right now. And so, you know, I mean, this was not a situation where Jimbo, you know, knew going into Saturday that this was going to be his last game. You know, from, but from what I've been told, Jimbo found out about it uh, over on Sunday morning and that they decided they're going to go in a different direction because – um, again, at some point there were donors that said, hey, we were ready to stroke the check and get out of this and start building towards the future. And, you know, it's just a more painful uh, you know, check to cut when it's $75 million to, to get paid not to coach. Yeah, $75 million not to work. Jimbo's going to be just fine. Part of me also thinks, Peter Burns, that if A&M does it now, and with the signing day coming up, the uh, portal window, all of that kind of stuff, that the replacement mm-hmm. – they they have either targeted or maybe have something already worked out. Do you think that is the case here with Texas A&M? I don't think so, guys, because, you know, and sometimes that's the case because if you're an inferior, if you're a, a, a middle-of-the-tier program or there's a lot of big-time coaches that are out there, then you do it to be first to market, right? But A&M is a gold mine, right? Now, proverbial and, 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 and literal, right? I mean, with the amount of money that they have, the booster situation, the NIL collectives, um, the facilities, the great fans, you're in the SEC, all of it is re- primed, right? The pump is primed to have success. So they don't need to be first to market. I, 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 again, I think this is a situation in which they can take their time because – I don't see any other monster jobs opening up that are going to be even close to what Texas A&M is. So they should be able to take their time. They should be able to hear from everybody, um, you know, the Lane Kiffins of the world, the Deion Sanders of the world, the Jeff Trailers of the world, hell, even to a certain extent, um, Davo Sweeney's of the world, just to hear, hey, let's kick the tires on a bunch of things because they have to get this next higher right. 
You know, Peter, that's a great uh, list that you just put out there. And and if I'm looking at a and I mean, just because you have a big name doesn't necessarily make you successful. And we saw that with Jimbo Fisher. We've seen it with others. Mm-hmm. That's why, look, I don't want Jeff Trailer to depart UTSA. I don't think anybody does. But he just seems to be the guy that would fit in best and really get that program headed in the right direction. And he's proven that he can do that uh, with his work here at UTSA. I mean, Joe, listen, I, 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 when I pass by Tus- in Tuscaloosa, when I go to Alabama football games, there is legitimately a statue outside of that stadium with <laughs> Nick Saban on it next to Ball Bear Bryant. And I'm like, that's what I sure as hell hope that we have for Jeff Trailer that we can look at it going 20 years from now, uh, and they're like, hey, Trailer was the guy that kind of brought this program to the promised land. I'm a former UTSA golfer. I love the Roadrunners, right? But I also look at the point of, Listen, it, it, there is a difference in where A&M is as a program right now in UTSA. There's no doubt about that. Just look at hell the recruiting budgets and, and the facilities and whatnot that I do firm believe, firmly believe you can say Lane, you can say Dion, you can say Mike Elko, all these great names. You have to have somebody that's going to love Texas A&M, and that's a unique fit, boys. I mean, like – like, I, don't, I think there's been a bunch of mercenaries, including Jimbo Fisher, who have showed up in College Station that necessarily didn't love A&M, but they loved the idea of it. I think Jeff Trailer is a guy that loves Texas through and through, whether it's UTSA or whether it's whatever, Texas or A&M, that it just makes perfect sense. And you don't have to be a big name, right? Nick Saban wasn't a big name when he went out there to Baton Rouge and started bringing home championships coming out of Michigan State. So – he'd be the first phone call that I would make sure I kick the tires on. Peter Burns from the SEC Network joining us here on the Blitz. You think about Jeff Trailer, uh, state championship high school coach in Texas from Gilmer, East Texas. And I'm thinking if if I'm Jeff Trailer, and I don't know this, he's never said this to me personally, but if Texas A&M or Texas calls, I'm taking that call. It's one thing to turn down Lubbock to stay with what UTSA gave him to to stay. A&M's a different... uh, um, that that's a different level. That that's got to be dream job and the relationships that he would have with high school coaches. I don't know if Texas A and M boosters would go down to the American to get their next coach, unless you're hearing other things in the circles. Is he not a big enough name? Is UTSA not a big big enough school for their next head coach? I mean, again, if they have that, I, I don't. If I'm A and M and I just stroke the check for seventy five million dollars. I don't give a damn what the fans say. I'm hiring the guy that I want to hire, right? Like they, the money that they throw around for A&M, if they were able to get away with $75 million for Jibbo not to, to, not to, to, to coach, that's a situation in which I've got so much money, I'm going to make a decision, and you're going to be okay with it regardless of who it is. I mean, that's the kind of blank you money that I hope to one day uh, officially have. <laughs> and so that's why I think that they should take their time. They're in nobody's you know, time frame other than themselves. Now, listen, the, the biggest issue with this whole situation is how many coaches and how many agents are going to use Texas A&M as leverage, right? How many of them are going to dip their toes in the water for no other reason to go back to their employer and go, well, I mean, I, I could go to A&M right now. What are you going to do for me? Everybody's going to use A&M as leverage because they know that there's a lot of money involved in there. That's why A&M shouldn't be in any rush to get anything done. You know, Peter, when, when you're looking at the names that you threw out, and, and Dabo Sweeney was a name that, that I hadn't even thought about, but, I mean, I, I could see that happening and him wanting to get out of the situation that he's in right now. Do you think the Aggies 
deep down inside, ego-wise or whatever the case may be, really want to sign a guy with a name already? Um, I mean, it wouldn't hurt, right? I mean, that's part of the buzz factor of saying, hey, you went and grabbed the home run guy. But at the end of the day, the home run hire was Scott Frost when he went to Nebraska, right? I mean, that, 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 that all made sense that he, Nebraska was going to crush it with Scott Frost. Well, guess what he did? The home run hire was getting Jimbo Fisher out of Florida State. Well, that didn't work. So, again, at some point, you have to be confident in yourself enough to go, is this guy going to work the room? Is this guy going to, like, live and put it all, uh, all on the line for Texas A&M football? I don't think there was a lot of recruits that did that in a Jimbo. I think Jimbo and A&M, they, they went after the number one recruiting classes just to beat Nick Saban in recruiting. It had nothing to do with what is the best fit for A&M football and what we want to do. That, would, that has to stop, and that needs to be fixed right now. And, 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 again, Trailer is very high on that list. Now, again, I wouldn't go Dabo Sweeney. I threw a name out there because I think he'll be interested because I think the reason why A&M got Jimbo Fisher was because he was trying to get the hell out of Florida State. Dabo's in a similar situation right now looking, well, maybe I've already kind of run the gravy train out here at Clemson. Maybe it's time to do something different. And he's got callers that that's getting under his skin, and you know when right. when that happens, it might be yeah. Time, if Tyler and Spartanburg, <laughs> yeah, if Tyler and Spartanburg is causing you to go in a press conference. You ain't you ain't cut out for SEC football. Ah, right? uh, love it. Peter Burns from the SEC Network joining us here on the Blitz. One name that I kind of circle back to, and it seems like a long shot, is Dan Campbell. I could see Dan Campbell sure. going home. Uh, A&M can pay him more than Detroit Lions. Now, granted, he, he's, got, he's got something going right now at the National Football League level. Would he leave the NFL to go home? Uh, and he wouldn't have to live in Detroit. He could live back in, in Texas. Do you, where would you put that as a real possibility uh, percentage-wise? I mean, it's somebody I would call and kick the tires on. The problem is, is how often have we seen an NFL successful coach come down to the collegiate ranks and just be like, man, he absolutely crushed it, right? I, I mean, it's, it's rare to see what works on one level, what works on the other. Um, Dan makes sense, but at the end of the day, too, I can't tell you how many head coaches in college football tell me on a day-to-day basis, Minix, that the college football schedule is exhausting, that it absolutely crushes them. And not a lot of guys are built for that. You know, you're, you're not only recruiting, but you're re-recruiting your rosters for the transfer portal. You're fundraising. You're doing the NIL. As a, as a NFL coach, you've already made it, right? You're making the millions. You already, have a, you already have a salary cap. You don't really have to do anything other than coach and motivate those guys. So I would be shocked if somebody wants that. But then again, the, the idea that mama's calling to come back home is, is, is a powerful aphrodisiac. Yeah, no doubt about it, and he is an Aggie through and through. There's no question about that. Plus, I think Detroit might have something to say about that. Uh, you talk about using a, something for leverage. <laughs> with what he's doing with the Lions right now, I think uh, they would uh, open up the bank truck for this guy to keep him there. So it's going to be interesting. And it's timing, right? Think about yeah. it. It's the timing of, hey, if all of a sudden he was just, hey, it's, it's, you know, he's 2-7, and seven. It's just not working out. He's just, no. I mean, all of a sudden, they were fantastic in this offseason. There was so much hype, and they're delivering right now. And, and again, I think that's one of the reasons why, like, you know, in certain relationships don't work because people are in different statuses of their current relationship. That's that's the case right now with Campbell and the Lions. Yeah, absolutely. Although, if he was 2-7, and seven, I don't know if the Aggies would be calling to, to, <laughs> Maybe to kick not. the tires. I think 
that's part of it. Peter Burns of the SEC Network. Incredible college football season to this point. And as we get ready for the playoffs, you look at Alabama, what they are doing right now. Texas's best win of the season was against an Alabama team that, quite frankly, the way Alabama is playing right now, you wonder if Texas could go back into Alabama and get that win, say, in November. Who, If you were to guess right now, who's in your who's your four in the playoffs? It's so hard because there's eight teams to go through like 19 different scenarios of what actually would work right now, but nobody wants a piece of the Georgia Bulldogs. Nobody. I mean, you talk about a team that's getting better in each and every week, and they were pissed off going into this game against Ole Miss, and people were saying, oh, you know, Ole Miss got a chance, and, you know, Georgia, are they that good? Georgia basically sat up with their, their Xbox controller and said, all right, watch <laughs> this. Hold my beer while I absolutely destroy you. And, that, and that's what they did. And they're only getting better now that Brock Bowers got in. So now, now Alabama causes a different issue because Jalen Milrow has developed in such a, a, a unique quarterback that they'll have a chance. But through and through, man, I mean, nobody's giving Carson Beck, the quarterback at Georgia, enough love right now. I think they're clear-cut number one team in the country, and they don't even have to steal defensive signs uh, to, to get it done. So that's, that's always impressive. <laughs> nice little shot there uh-huh. at, uh, at Michigan. I, I like that. Look, I, Peter, I don't know what you think, but I think this Oregon football team uh, has got as much of a shot as anybody. I think they're playing Agreed. some of the Agreed. best football in the country. Yeah, I mean, Dan Lanning, and again, that's another job. That's another name that's going to come up that's another name that's going to come up right now as far as the name that A&M probably will kick the tires on. Um, if I'm landing, though, right now, I, I've got a good thing rolling with Oregon. And honestly, if I'm landing, I almost sit there and wait until Nick Saban says I'm going to call it a day because I think he would be a great fit for Alabama. But, yeah, I mean, Bo Nix, they're good on both sides of the ball. Defensively, they've got a little bit of a swagger to them as well. I think if Oregon and Washington played again in the Pac-12 championship, I would take Oregon in, in that matchup. And, I, you know, the good thing about it, guys, and I'm glad it's the last year we have a four-team playoff, there's, I think, seven teams, including Texas, that could win the whole damn thing if everything, if the stars align, truthfully. Absolutely. Peter Burns from the SEC Network, his show, SEC, uh, this morning. When is your uh, partner, Chris, going to stop making bets with you, man? Hopefully never. We, uh, For those who don't know, go on my Instagram account, at Peter Burns ESPN, on my Twitter account, like, you know, we have, you know, I, I, a real quick story. I was in Baton Rouge, Saturday night, Death Valley. It's about 20 minutes before kickoff, and I, I get an opportunity to be on the field and go say hi to Coach Kelly, and Coach Kelly just pulls me in, and he goes, what's the wager this week? <laughs> or, you know, because he knew, he knew me and me and Chris Doring, a Florida great, always have a, an LSU Florida wager. So I told Coach Kelly, I said, hey, man, it's going to be a life-size turkey. You have to dress up. I said, I don't want to be saying gobble-gobble on air. And he goes, I got you. So, Luckily, Jaden Daniels happened, and uh, I won the wager again. Well, nice. And then you get the coach on, and Dorian's got to interview the guy in his turkey suit, <laughs> which oh. was hilarious. And, and last year it was Chuckles the Clown, and, and listen, I mean, Brian Kelly even said on our show this morning, he goes, hey, Dorian, maybe next year you need to work in whatever the spread is for Vegas to give you a couple more points. So he, uh, it's, uh, it's fun, man, when the coaches get involved, stuff like that. It's, uh, you know, it ain't work for a living. That's, that's sure. Well, I, I can tell you, Peter, as somebody that always wins bets against my co-host, I don't know that Reinig would ever agree to go gobble-gobble on air in a turkey Jeez. suit. But, uh, Come on! I would. I would do anything, Peter. <laughs> All right. I've made a, I've made a Team real... Team content, Joe. Team I've, content. I've you made, know that. I've made an ass out of myself for 30 years in this business, so I'm not going to stop now. 
I was going to say, I'm, I, I, listen, I still own the crown of that in, in San Antonio, so you can't even come after that. I mean, that listen, I'm, I'm a first ballot Hall of Famer when it comes to doing that in the city of San Antonio. Good stuff, <laughs> always, man. Peter, I know it's been a great weekend. You need a nap, man. Appreciate you jumping on with us to talk about Jimbo. Later, boys. Appreciate you. Peter Burns from the SEC Network on the Buyers Barricades guest line where they provide traffic control, rental, and sales for San Antonio and beyond online at buyersbarricades.com.